Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. Tim Ford. Thanks tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Harvick across the line. Checkered flag is out. And Kevin Harvick has picked up win number two of 2019. Nice job, fellas. Hell yeah. Good job. The Bristol Night Race is a very special race. Always has been. And it continues to, to almost grow in its status when we think about the, the crown jewel races of NASCAR. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew with you for another weekly get-together. A weekly get-together that this week will include a couple of Hall of Famers. Roger Penske and Rusty Wallace had a chance to sit down together. They will reminisce about many things, and we will be privileged enough to hear that conversation. Haley Deegan sat down with our Kyle Ricky. We'll check in with Haley. Also, Thursday night marks the beginning of the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs. We'll talk to the eight drivers competing for a championship during their playoff media days, and a whole lot more. But first, Kim Kuhn is here to get us up to speed on what's trending in NASCAR Nation. Kim? Let's start with Bubba Wallace finally getting his tattoo after receiving over 43,000 votes on Twitter to get Richard Petty's signature inked on his body. It was on Instagram yesterday, so go check it out. Kevin Harvick and Keelan Harvick had a great moment after the four-team won the Consumers Energy 400 Sunday. Harvick stopped to grab his son Keelan and put him in the passenger side of his race car to do burnouts. His son Keelan Harvick is going to go to the passenger side. Kevin Harvick is going to pick his son up, put him inside the passenger side, and give his son a ride to Gatorade Victory Lane. How special is it to put Keelan in the car with you to do that burnout? Oh, I just, I love having him around. Um... I love the fact that he's comfortable enough to, to say, no, okay, kind of, uh, yeah, go ahead, do a burnout. Um, and then we did a donut down there, so uh, he's, he's, I made him put my helmet on, though. I, I, I was 
I figured he needed to hold on if we were going to do a donut and, and have a helmet on. So um, I've taken many rides when I was about his age in the right side of a car. They're a lot faster than that. So he, uh, he loves coming to the racetrack. I love having him here, and uh, it's a great experience for both of us. You love taking him to Victory Lane. That's right. Kevin Harvick, Victory Lane in Michigan. Harvick has now won twice this season. You'll hear more of that race coming up on MRN Backtracks. The Truck Series playoffs begin at Bristol on Thursday. MRN has coverage at 8 p.m. Eastern. Brett Moffitt is the number one seed heading into the race. Austin Cindric has won twice in the Xfinity Series, now in back-to-back weeks. Roger Penske joined our NASCAR Live race day coverage Sunday and talked about his driver's success. In NASCAR, uh, it's amazing, and to see Cindric uh, win a couple times here the last few weeks, uh, road race. For him, you know, as a young guy coming up, uh, when you haven't won and these peers are better than you are, maybe you know, on the on the ovals because you're learning ovals, but to come back and compete and win, I think it really gives him some momentum. And that team with Brian Wilson, I was so proud of him. He won both those races, Almendinger one day, and he's got Bell, who probably is one of the best guys in that circuit. To be able to beat him yesterday was uh, a real credit to him, and I know know his dad sits back doesn't like to talk too much about it but i'm going to be a big rooter for him he's done a terrific Man, job that, that is fantastic you'll hear the entire conversation with roger penske and rusty wallace coming up later in the show all three of nascar's top series are in bristol this week Haley deegan will be racing in the nascar canaan pro series east as she announced on her twitter this past week you'll hear more from her coming up tonight as well I'm Kim Kuhn. For more on what's trending in NASCAR Nation, visit MRN.com and our social channels at MRN Radio. Thanks, Kim. Coming up, we've also got a NASCAR Live Backtracks from Michigan, and we start our Truck Series Playoff Driver Highlights, and later Haley Deegan will stop by. Welcome back to Sports View. Next topic, is it really all about power? Makes me think of Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Gives you the power to find options based on your budget. Let's go to Chuck for an irrelevant analogy. Man, back in the day, people didn't ask how many oranges are in the crate. They just took the oranges. They didn't say, are there 6, 7, 12, 15, whatever. It was just oranges. You get me? We get you, Chuck. In a word, oranges. Give it to us straight with the Progressive Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. We've got a Michigan Backtracks, and Woody Kane is at Playoff Media Day for the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. He'll talk to one of the championship contenders next. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. 
I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up. Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. Wheelin would like to congratulate Kevin Harvick and his number four Stuart Haas Racing pit crew on their victory at Michigan International Speedway on Sunday. They are the Wheelin trusted to perform pit crew of the week. Harvick battled his way back to the front after having an unscheduled pit stop early in the event. Trouble for Kevin Harvick up in turn number four. It looks like he may have a right side tire down. That car off the pace. Was running in the second spot a moment ago and he's headed for the pit lane. They're going to go right side tires only. They'll put a can of Sunoco fuel in for Kevin Harvick. Chassis French going in on the right side as well. Most of the drivers on this end of pit road saying they're a little bit loose in the middle of the corner and not sure what's going on with Kevin, but definitely right side tire down. He's able to make the great pit lane and get that fuel dropped off. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Kevin Harvick scored his second win of the 2019 season Sunday in Michigan. And it was a drama-filled race. Here's what it sounded like on MRN. Hey, stars off. You see, you're on the flag. Green flag goes in the air, and the Consumers Energy 400 is underway. Green, green. You launched ahead. You're clear. Bottom lane's pushing. Bottom lane's pushing. He's inside bumper. He's there pushing out. Pole sitter Brad Keselowski opts to start the race on the outside lane, and he'll jump out to the lead in turn one. 48 car Jimmy Johnson just come off of turn two, Alex, and Jeff has got in the wall, it looks like. Don't let it tear up the fender, though. Looks like the right rear tire may be down. Severe damage on the right rear corner, but actually all the way down the right side. Jimmy will be coming to pit road here. Fellas, here we come. We're entering four. Coming at you, pit road speed. Trouble for Kevin Harvick up in turn number four. Looks like he may have a right side tire down. Clear down, clear down, clear down. Coming to you guys here. I don't know what we got. Clear, coming to you. Fly right front. Coming to you. Watch your speed. Don't speed here when you get to the line. That car off the pace. One running in the second spot a moment ago and is headed for the pit lane. Three, two, one, now. Right side tires here. Right side tires. Kyle Larson busted. Speeding on pit road. Kyle Larson's going to have to do a pass-through penalty. Too fast, section one, Kyle. we got to do a pass-through. What section is that? The very first one, as soon as you cross the commitment line. I'm sorry, but there's... I'm not making excuses, but I was not even at my green. I was below it. 10-4, got to do a pass through here. He'll hold Denny Hamlin in the rear view for now. They have swapped the lead twice in the last lap and a half as they race through some of those lap cars. Bubba Wallace has just gone a lap down. Hamlin closing in, it won't be enough. Good 43. Probably going to stay on the lead lap. Get the out of the way. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, but it is what it is. We'll get tape here. And for the third time this year, Martin Truex Jr. will pick up a stage win. The green and white checkered flag is out at the start-finish line. Good job. Stage winner, MPJ, Mark George. Great job, Mark. Yeah, lucky spot of traffic there. Brad Keselowski's got a problem. Trouble. Yep. Up in turn number three, right rear tire. That car breaks loose. Somehow he keeps it off the outside wall. Hold on to it. Hold on to it here, guys. Got a flat. Head back, Harvick. Caution, 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 caution. Hold the brake, hold the brake. Left rear, it looks like. But now we'll spin the car to the bottom of the racetrack in turn four. Got to come right now. Got to come right now. It's flat. I lost the right rear entering three. The lug nose got in there. Copy. Use the nose. Everything okay? I did go through the grass a little. 
Everything appeared to be good. Green checkered flag in the air. Kyle Busch will win stage two. Austin Dillon goes for a spin off turn four. He'll end up down in the infield grass. Keep holding the brake. Keep holding the brake. We're all good. We're going to be fine here. Just try to get rolling. The 10 and the 8 was involved, but I couldn't exactly tell, you know, exactly what happened there. Directors, man. Ken tried to clear himself in front of the eight, and it hooked him and turned him into your left rear quarter panel. Eric Almarola, he's in it. I felt like I gave him room, and I felt like he hooked me in the quarter panel. Yeah, tip four. I'd have to look at it again. It was happening so fast. And full of laps to go, Kevin Harvick drove by Joey Logano, took the lead, and now is pulling away. Kevin Harvick, though, a moment ago said, Crew Chief Rodney Childers, do we have enough fuel? We look like we're a lap to maybe two laps to the good, but pulling away pretty good. To get a chance to pedal at all, you might can. The closer living up to his name this afternoon. Final time to the back straightaway for Harvick. In the turn number three, no interest in making a move on the lap cars that lie just ahead. He is all by himself at the front of the field for the final time off turn four. Well, Denny Hamlin can see him. The question is, will there be enough fuel in the tank? And the answer is yes there will get him right nice job fellas hell yeah good job good job man really good job good job Timmy. harvick across the line checkered flag is out and kevin harvick has picked up win number two to celebrate uh winning and obviously then winning uh with the 22 at the first race it's been a, it's been a good year in michigan for Ford. that was an nascar live backtracks from this past weekend's consumers energy 400 at michigan international speedway now that we have Michigan in the books, that marks the end of the regular season for the Gander Outdoors Truck Series. The eight playoff drivers have been solidified, and Bristol will be their first playoff race. NASCAR Today's Woody Kane caught up with several of the eight playoff drivers at Media Day to get their thoughts as they begin the fight for a championship. Ross Chastain is with us. He drives the number 45 truck this weekend as we head to the playoffs. Tell me about the way this season has gone for you because you're you're starting off and it looks like you're going to be with Ganassi. Then you wind up in, in the Xfinity Series with a different team. Then you switch and you miss the first seven races in trucks and you have to win and get in the top 20. Has it kind of seemed like... It does. I don't think we have enough time on the air here to <laughs> talk about everything. But yes, for sure, starting back in December when everything everything changed there and we, we knew we wouldn't be in the the cgr car um you know obviously devastated right i mean just thought that was the path thought we had the world by the tail and and just thought after a few days of of being negative about it just thought get up and fight that's just what we wanted to do and that's what i told all of our groups just we were going to just fight and figure this out and i thought the xfinity series was still the path and it just became apparent throughout the year that that just the that wasn't the way it was supposed to happen so um, the, the, you know, we actually didn't miss any truck races. You have, you have to have ran every truck race. Right. To declare for To points. declare, yeah. to ever even have the opportunity to be in the playoffs. Granted, Tyler, uh, missed the first three, but he had a waiver because of his age. Right. So I had the waiver that they have. They have tons of waivers. <laughs> a lot of people don't even know about them. And I. It's like a menu. Pick one. <laughs> yeah. So I always knew that this option was there, but I never thought that the, I never thought that it would be any good, you know, come of switching points. I never thought that would be the right move until it was right in front of me. And it was only about a week or so before the second Texas race, which was the first triple truck challenge, mm-hmm. that it became very apparent that we needed to switch and we needed to continue to run all of the truck races. And that switching points automatically let me run the triple truck challenge races, which 
you're not if you're nothing else, you're bounty hunting for the fifty grand that Marcus Lonas put up right uh, as a bonus. Ross, thanks for your time and good luck in the championship run. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Woody. We'll have more interviews throughout the show as we highlight the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series and the drivers that will compete in the 2019 playoffs. Coming up, Haley Deegan will chat with Kyle Ricky and later more NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series driver playoff talk. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game-day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. Kyle Ricky sits down with Haley Deegan next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey guys, Corey Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott, on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like what does that, you know? Like, yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb, and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney's here with something. He's saying, I brought you our script because you guys are like our show. So It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. You hear it every week. Just want to thank the whole team and uh, all our guys back in Denver. Everybody supports this team. They're the unsung heroes of NASCAR, and their life is the pit. This is Rocco Williams, and for 10 years, I've jacked up some of the biggest names in auto racing, and now I'm jacked to bring it all down to street level and acquaint you with the guys behind the wall and back at the shop. Join me on MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lion, every Wednesday on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are found. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward the Playoffs, presented by Procore. Team Penske driver Brad Keselowski keeps a close eye on the standings throughout the season. If we're, if we're talking about the points, I mean, I look at the points once every two or three days. It's the clearest measurement of your success in the sport. It's one of the great things about NASCAR or being in this sport in general. You think about most careers, most lives, and, you know, it's always hard to have a measuring stick, you know. And in sports and performance, there's a scoreboard, and it's up there all the time. <laughs> And you constantly get a reference on it. Um, and it's one of the things I appreciate about the sport so much is you really know if you're doing well or not. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Haley Deegan is at the top of everyone's list as a driver to watch. And she hasn't even made a cup, truck, or Xfinity Series start. She's currently running in the k Pro Series West, and it was just announced she will compete this weekend in Bristol in the k Pro Series East, driving for DGR Crossley. She has two wins under her belt this year, and MRN's Kyle Ricky sat down with the rising star. A year ago, we talked in this very room. 
you turned 17 was just kind of another number for you but however a year later 18 pretty big deal does it amaze you that you're now 18 and you have what 60,000 70,000 how many followers do you have 60,000 does that amaze you in this day and age that you're an 18 year old race car driver with all these people following you and interested in in your daily life yeah it's crazy i love it like instagram i almost have a half million now which is crazy yeah like it's yeah uh, so I have almost have a half million on Instagram. And all my friends are like, oh, you bought followers. I'm like, can I buy followers? No. And I'm like, look at my analytics. They're better than everyone's. <laughs> and so uh, I just really, I like, I think people attract towards my social media because I'm real. Like, I show the hard days. I it's I don't just post stuff when I win. Like, I post stuff on the bad days, the good days, the days that are just mediocre. And so it just, at the end of the day, people attract to real people. They attract to people that they can have a connection with that feel relatable and so that's why i think i was able to obviously i'm a girl too racing but <laughs> that plays a big factor but you see other girl racers don't have any followers and so i think that it's just i'm super real on social media do you block people oh i block people all the time yeah <laughs> so a healthy block list as do i but oh, yeah, yeah oh yeah it's healthy she's flourishing <laughs> all right let's talk about the racing stuff for a moment um What's changed? Uh, what, what's the kind of then the biggest thing you've learned since we had this conversation a year ago? I mean, you've kind of you're running for a championship now. You've won a bunch of races. Uh, you know, from la- Haley last year to Haley this year, what's the biggest thing that you've kind of you know learned or improved on? Last year, at the end of last year, midpoint end of last year, when I started winning races, my I had an chief, really good, got all his information from Venturini, which is obviously a good team. And we were, like, killing everyone, everything. Every time we were on the track, top of the board, it was just, like, cloud nine. It was perfect. And then all of a sudden, at Bristol, uh, everything kind of just fell apart. And with him uh, not being able to come back, it made a major turn in my career that I wasn't expecting and didn't have planned out. I remember Kevin Harvick telling me, he's like, at the end of the day, a good driver can't make a bad car that good. And you can't do, you can only do so much with what you have. And at the end of the day, your car can only go so much and your talent can only take it so much further. And I'm no crazy, like, I'm not some driver that's just the bad, I'm not a Kyle Busch. Like, I'm not just, every time I get on the track, I'm five seconds faster than everybody. Like, it's not that scenario. And I I feel like I'm a good driver, but I'm not the best of the best. Like, I still have a lot to learn. I still have a lot to improve on. So with what I have right now, I've just been, it's hard, and it's a hard battle, hard struggles, and I'm having more bad races than good races with the equipment I'm being given, so it just, it made for a hard struggle. You obviously grew up off-road racing, though, and still obviously have an interest in it. Uh, have you ever thought of Monster Jam or any of that stuff? that requires you to hit things and go high in the air. I don't want to say it's like money driven, but at the end of the day, I'm going to have the best, most financially pleasing career in NASCAR just because it's the biggest sport for car racing in America. And that's obviously I go F1 racing, but I'm not an F1 racer. (laughs) That's not me. I would crash up a lot of cars, but... For me and what I want to do and how I want to live and how I want my career to be, NASCAR is the way to go. If I wanted to go, like, break my back for, like, a cool video, I'd go do Monster Jam. (laughs) Are people, and you made it very clear in the media center a couple weeks ago in Pocono that you've kind of laid out your plans for next year, trying to run the ARCA Series full-time and and as many K&N races as possible with the new look to the schedule for next year. People wanting to try to move you up too quick, do you think? 
It's funny because people say that. People always like, oh, you want to move up too quick, do this. You want to erase this. But, like, who wants to pay for it? <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, I could do whatever I want if someone wants to write the check for me. But that's not how racing works. And you think that, like, it's funny because there was an interview that Kelly Earnhardt did on NASCAR and NBC if you watch it. And it's just a quick little clip on Instagram. And it was she was talking about how, like, it's hard for even girls to get sponsors. Like, it's not easy. By any means, it's not easy. And, like... I would obviously love to be with the best team and the best equipment racing every single weekend, but it's not financially possible. Like I don't come from this rich dad scenario. People think like, oh, your dad's Brian Deegan. He has all the money in the world. But my dad gets paid to race, and he pays, gets that money that he gets paid with goes towards racing. His money is win bonuses. And so... People are like, oh, your dad's famous. He has a bunch of money. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> he might be famous. He might have a lot of followers, but that doesn't equivalent to dollars. So Not the dollars you need to, 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 to do this stuff. the dollars for off-road racing, but this is one of these races in a K&N car costs about four off-road races. So it just, it doesn't equal outright. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we've got more with Woody Kane and the top contenders in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs. And later... Roger Penske chats with Rusty Wallace. This is one of the greatest days of racing. A picturesque setting for a racetrack, one of the best that we go to throughout the course of the year. You know when you come here, you're probably going to see things happen that you will not see anyplace else. Oh, my goodness. Campgrounds are full, the fans are filing into their seats, and we are just about ready to get things going. Awesome to be here this place. We've sold out once again this year. It's going to be an exciting one here today. Plan your weekend at a Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race today by visiting nascar.com slash tickets. NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com and Motor Racing Network's Facebook. Join me, Kyle Rickey, and Hannah Newhouse as we talk with the next generation of NASCAR stars and established local and regional racers each Wednesday at 1 Eastern Time. Or subscribe, download, and listen on your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast. Grassroots NASCAR Racing from the Motor Racing Network. More NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoff interviews with Woody Kane next, plus some Bristol previews on the way as well. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. We continue to highlight the stars of the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series as they begin their playoff journey Thursday night in Bristol. Woody Kane talked with several of the top contenders. 
We're with the regular season champion from Thor Sport, the number 98 machine, Grant Enfinger, driving that Ford here into the playoffs. 15 bonus points come with that regular season championship, and they can't take that away from you. It's a good way to start off. You're the second seed instead of the first seed, but you got to feel pretty good about your playoff positioning, don't you? Definitely feel good about where we are to this point, but uh, I don't think anybody's really comfortable. There's uh, there's not as big a gap uh, this year as there was uh, you know in previous years, but uh, but I feel really good about where our Thor Sport Racing team is at. Uh, we're bringing good F-150s to the track pretty much uh, every week. Maybe maybe not all all of the time, but but most of the time we are. And um, you know, happy about the direction we're going, and and everybody's still just as motivated as ever to to make it to Homestead. I didn't realize this, but you have had the same basic group of guys for the last three years. And as you know, that's kind of unheard of in this sport. How has that helped you guys progress every year? Because the first year, you didn't make the playoffs. It's a huge advantage. You know, and and, uh, like you mentioned, we missed the playoffs together as a group. And uh, nobody was pointing their fingers and and, uh, saying, hey, this is, you know, you screwed up or whatever. Everybody, for the most part, has just got in there and dug and, and worked even harder. Um, everybody on the team. So uh, very proud that, uh, that we were able to, to help our performance last year. It seemed like probably the, the middle part of last year, we, uh, we, we really started bringing a lot more speed to the track. And it really hasn't slowed down since. Uh, we, we still got a long ways to go uh, to, to get to the, the level we want to be at. But, uh, but definitely proud of, uh, of the work each and everybody has, has put into this point. You've been solidly consistent all year long, and in the past that would be enough to win a championship under the old rules, but now it's a different ball game with this playoff format. The past month or so, it seems like you guys have been just a little tick below where you had been. What's got to change as you head into the playoffs now? Is there one thing you can, that can put a finger on to say, this is where we need to be better? We just pretty much have to just do do what we've been doing all year. Um, you know, not to say that we were experimenting really too much, but but we did some stuff that, that wasn't really characteristic of us uh, for the, really the last few weeks. Um, but but man, uh, for the most part, we we know what we need. I know the feel I'm looking for. Jeff Hensley knows how to get it. So really, I, I think it's just business as usual, especially when we get to Bristol. Is there a moment this year that you can look back on and go, man, I wish I wish I had another crack at that one. I wish I had that one back. Yeah, definitely Kentucky. <laughs> um, you know, that's probably the, the only one I personally would have would have done differently. And, it, uh, man, it hurt our, our uh, really good mile-and-a-half truck um, and, and took ourselves out, out of contention for that race, and we had a lot of speed there. But, um, but really, I mean, I, I think you, you'll have, have one or two of those in a year. And um, for the most part, you know, from from me down to you know the the pit crew to to Hensley, I don't think there's a whole lot else we've changed this year. All right, Grant, we appreciate your time and uh, good luck in the playoffs. Thank you. Thank you, Woody. We'll have more interviews throughout the show as we highlight the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series and the drivers that will compete in the 2019 playoffs. As we get ready for Bristol this coming weekend, we asked some of the elite drivers in the Cup Series what they were expecting from one of NASCAR's toughest racetracks. The clock is ticking as the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series races toward the playoffs with just three races left. NASCAR's best drivers tackle Bristol this weekend, one of the toughest tracks on the schedule mentally and physically. William Byron says trying to figure out how best to get around the half-mile oval can be challenging. 
I feel like it's probably the biggest um, impact that we have on, on the schedule in terms of the grip level of the bottom versus the top and um, and kind of when those neutral out. It takes a long time for those to kind of neutral out and um, for them to be equal. I guess the bottom is always faster um, for a couple of laps, but, uh, you know, it, it kind of... So it kind of takes that progression, and then in the race, you know, you'll get into you'll get ten laps into a run, and the and the top is the fastest way to go. So, um, just kind of depends on on what the layout is and how much how much width they give to the racetrack on the bottom. Um, if they give a lot of width uh, to the racetrack, then it then makes the bottom pretty dominant. Chase Elliott says the traction compound put around the surface of the racetrack has helped a lot. It has more grip than the regular uh, asphalt or concrete, or so it seems. Um, I feel like the amount they've been putting on at Bristol has been really nice. Uh, I guess there was rumor there going around for a little while that they weren't going to put it down this time. I think that would be a – I'm not sure if that's still the case or not, but I think it would be a big mistake if they didn't, um, in my opinion. And the top was already the preferred lane, um, and I think it will continue to be the preferred lane. It was even with the grippy stuff down, you know, so – I think it just gives the bottom a little bit better chance for, you know, the majority of the race at least. And then the top tends to prevail as, you know, as momentum will, I guess, uh, over time. So, um, yeah, I think it was good. I'm not sure what they're doing this time, but I thought what they've been doing there was was pretty nice. Daniel Hemrick says that after the spring race, there was a lot of reevaluating at Richard Childress Racing. Yeah, we're definitely not bringing back what we brought there in the spring. And really, as a, as a company, once we got through Bristol, um, you know, myself, Austin Dillon, our affiliate teams, and, you know, and Ty Dillon and Bubba Wallace, we all sat in our competition meetings and said, we have fundamentally got to go about those places, our concrete high bank places there in Dover, differently than what we have. Um, you know, our best race car, I thought we may be able to go up and run, you know, maybe 14th to 16th. And it was about where we were running whenever we um, got crashed by a lap car there in the spring. So um, that ain't going to cut it. You got to be better than that, especially when it's a place that you feel like it, the guys in your race team and the guys around you feel like you should have success at. I feel like I should have, you know, success. But um, with that being said, it doesn't come easy. You got to work for it. So we know going back, we got fundamentally changed some things up. And we've been working ever since we left those racetracks um, on our fundamentals to figure out what we got to do differently and look forward to seeing what we come up with and giving it a shot. With Bristol being a night race, there's something special about racing under the lights there. Something Brad Keselowski heightens the impact of the race. The Bristol night race is a very special race. It always has been, um, and it continues to, to almost grow in its status. Uh, when we think about the, the crown jewel races of NASCAR, it's, it's right on the fringe of being one. Uh, I think you look at the race winners of the past uh, two or three decades, and they're all what I would consider Hall of Fame-level drivers. Um, and looking at that, that gives the race a lot of credibility. Um, I, I would also say that uh, you know the, the track has changed a lot with different configurations and pavements and you know grindings and uh, PJ1s. There's been a whole list of things that has happened to that track over the last decade or so. Um, and that's changed it up a lot, but it's still the same Bristol. And it's still a really tough racetrack where things happen very fast. Coming up, Hall of Famers Roger Penske and Rusty Wallace will be by. They chatted over the weekend in Michigan, and later we'll round out the Truck Series Playoffs Media Day. I'm Matt Benedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. 
Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. Wings Nation, your go-to for Wayne Sprint Car Talk, news and information. Find all the episodes of Wayne Nation on your favorite podcast platforms. Steve Post, Ashley Stramey, and Aaron Evernham. Go in-depth with the race winners and personalities from dirt tracks all across America. Like Wayne Nation on Facebook. Follow Wayne Nation on Twitter. You'll get stories and information and live broadcasts of Wayne Nation shows from some of the top dirt tracks in the nation. Wayne Nation, your home for Wayne Sprint Cars. Two Hall of Famers, Roger Penske and Rusty Wallace, chat about their racing careers next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The countdown to the playoffs is on, and NASCAR Today keeps you in the thick of it. It's already, you know, a nerve-wracking feeling knowing that's coming. Every weekday, you'll hear what the stars of the sport are thinking. You know, as every other track we've been to with this 550 package this year, there's a lot of unknowns just because we've never done it. They're all so different. NASCAR Today takes you in the garage and behind the scenes as the championship battle heats up. These cup cars, man, they were a handful to drive. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue along on this week's NASCAR Live. So glad you joined us. And we're so glad that over the weekend, Roger Penske and Rusty Wallace had a chance to sit down and revisit their storied history together. We got those two together. We got them to sit down and reminisce about some of their biggest moments. Here's that full conversation. Last year, 2018, I mean, did you ever think you'd win the championship of Logano? Joey Logano, in his 10th full-time season of the Cup Series, is going to win the 2018 Series Championship. Get put in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. He's known as the captain, as a team owner, track owner, and even a driver. His contributions are many and his mark everlasting. And tonight, he takes his rightful place in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Win the Indy 500, and man, it had to be good to be Roger Penske that year. Well, I'll tell you, Rusty, you know, I've been in this business a long time, and uh, you were part of our great growth and, uh, I guess, uh, getting achievements that we never thought we would do. But when you think about uh, 2018, uh, you know, when you think about, you know, Logano and the Hamlin there at, at Martinsville and then going on and being able to go to, to uh, Homestead and uh, really put it on him was amazing to see that race with Truex at the end but in the Indy 500 you know that's been my dad took me there in 1951 so it's kind of been it's in my heart to be there and race there and to have the success but it's all about the people you know my name's on the door which I guess is uh, good for me but more important is what about the four or five hundred people we have working at Penske Racing that every single day that go in there and work their hearts out to help win and I think uh, they should be the ones that are sitting here talking to you today not me. Well, you know, you've always taught me that uh, when you get down, you just keep on going. You never stop. If you stop, you stop. But just keep on going. And talk about keep on going. Here it is, 2019 now. 
We're having this interview, and I think I talked to you in the bus at Daytona, and you said, hey, man, are you aware that we've already won 28 races so far this year with the IndyCar, the stock car, and all all your other disciplines? What number are you at right now since then? I think we're 32 or 33 because, you know, uh, Cindric won uh, the last two races. We won a race a weekend before down in Australia. we got to get a little more here. We had an IndyCar win, you know, obviously a couple weekends ago with with Pagano uh, up in Toronto. So, to me, we're on a roll. Probably the best year we've had when you look at total wins. But the big point is, are you going to win it at the 18th hole at the championship? You're going to be the guy standing on the top. So, uh, that's what we're working on So, you got the momentum just like you did in 18. And now the deal, what you're telling me is you got to close the deal now. Let's get that championship, right? How many races were we leading together? <laughs> we never got there. We got wrecked or oh, we man. blew a tire. <laughs> Whatever happened. But, I know. Uh, we don't need to blow any tires or have a wheel come off. But It's uh, not over to the checkered flag falls, uh, right? And this, this racing is so tight now with the... The competition uh, is amazing. When you see the, every single weekend, we're almost building a new car. To just little things we're learning. and that We learn a lot just by walking around the garage or looking at the other guys. They're all doing the same thing today. But uh, in NASCAR, uh, it's amazing. And to see Cindric uh, win a couple times here the last few weeks, uh, road race. For him, you know, as a young guy coming up, uh, when you haven't won and these peers are better than you are, maybe you know, on, the, on the ovals because you're learning ovals, but to come back and compete, and win, I think it really gives him some momentum. And that team with Brian Wilson, I was so proud of him. He won both those races, Almendinger one day, and he's got Bell, who probably is one of the best guys in that circuit. To be able to beat him yesterday was uh, a real credit to him. And I know his dad sits back, doesn't like to talk too much about it, but I'm going to be a big rooter for him. He's done a terrific Man, job. Man, that, that is fantastic. You're, you're always a team guy. I know you said your name's on the door, but uh, you're able to have this amazing way about you that you pick the right people all the time and it's and i think things like that is what got you the medal of freedom from president trump what's that feel like well i can tell you that uh, uh I, it's just so humbling when you even ask me about it to, to be able to receive this medal it's looking hopefully it'll be here sometime in october we're talking about it but to think that truman back i think in uh, in 45 or whenever it was that he uh I brought it to the attention. This is a reward people who are coming special people that have been in the military serving the country with a Medal of Honor. And then, then uh, John Kennedy decided to make it the Presidential Freedom Medal of Honor. And uh, it, to me, to be in that group of people uh, is amazing. Richard Petty got it. I don't know if you know that or not. Richard got it. And uh, it just... Uh, it's amazing for me, uh, my family, and, and also for my team. I guess that's what I say, uh, very humbling. You know, you uh, you mentioned Richard Petty got that. Uh, you know, Elvis Presley got it also. Did he really? Elvis Presley got it, yeah. Tiger Woods got it. Richard Petty. Roger Penske. That's got a special ring to it. It well, does in my heart. And I think, one of the, I think the, one of the astronaut teams got it also. The, one of the astronaut group got it, too. And they're just on and on, just some wonderful people. You know, when we first started the team back in 1991, I'll never forget, you, you You took us under your wing, you tutored everybody along, you you kind of cleaned us up, shaped us up, we had the best-looking trucks, best-looking outfits, best-looking cars and everything. But, you know, every time I came in, I was, I think, you know, by winning the championship in 89, that was one thing, but when we started the team, I think everybody was looking at our team in 91 going, what is going on? Rusty Wallace getting his first win with his brand new team in 1991. And this is where I started my first uh, win with the new Penske Racing Team. And Did you have a feeling in your heart back then, maybe like I had, that we were having a little bit of a tough time being accepted into NASCAR the way we wanted to do things? 
Well, I, I guess that, uh, you know, we, we had a vision. We had a mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a way we did business. And, you know, we had to earn our right. Uh, there's no question, you know, it was a southern sport at that point. We were the indie boys coming with the polished wheels and the cool haircuts. And you, you cut your hair a little bit, didn't <laughs> You we? cut my hair a lot. I remember <laughs> look, that. Look how good <laughs> you look today. Huh? You know, Patty, Patty said, look at that guy. Pretty good, huh? Anyhow, no. I think uh, it was just a matter of uh, we had to perform. And, you know, with, you know, coming out of the box, I remember in Atlanta, we almost won that first race uh, with that Impala. And to me, it was just a commitment. And you kept us together at one point. As you said, I was going to spin out. I remember that time we had a little meeting in Daytona. said, let's keep going. And I think that really paved the way. The number of races we won, the relationship with Miller Genuine Draft, that car still an iconic car. And all the things that we were able to do and the friendships that we met and built with Earnhardt. Remember that? We became good friends, went fishing with them. And the whole team, Dale Inman and, and the Woods Brothers, with our relationship with them today. These are times that, that I'll never forget. But... Uh, you know, it, look, it, it's it, when you come into a new show, you know, people say, who are these guys? Mm-hmm. And we might say this. Remember Warner Hodgson came. A lot of people come and gone. But I think we stayed the route. We got good people. And good people attract good people, Rusty. You being on that team helped us attract the best. You think about people that today, Jimmy Maycar worked for us. And look where he is today. And Robin Pemberton. Just some of the people that we saw down the road. And this is why we've been successful. We don't want turnover. We want to take care of our people, and then we want to know they got a job tomorrow. Rusty Wallace will win his 10th race of the year. Well, you want to have good drivers. You want to have drivers got experience. There's no doubt about that. This kind of leads to my next question. 1980, we go to Atlanta. We finished second. And I, you took me to another race, and I said, let's try this kid again. And I ran terrible. I went to another race, and I said, let's try this kid again. I ran terrible again. Now, this is coming right after I finished second in Atlanta. I think, man, we're, we're the deal. Then after that third race, you said, kid, I'll tell you what, this is the third time in a row. How about you go get some more experience, and let's hope that our path crossed down the road again. So then I won the championship in 89. I called you up and I said, hey, boss, I'm ready. do I have enough experience now? And you said. Yes, sir. Remember, and, and, and the great thing was, I remember, I think I picked you up. Uh, you had raced at Sonoma. Remember? That's and, right. And I, and I picked you up. Wasn't that the time we put that deal together at that point? I won the race in Sonoma. And you said, I'm going to pick you up because you were coming back from a race. And you picked me up in Snowman, your plane. And we put the deal together on the airplane. Right. And, and Penske Racing was started right there. Exactly. Wow, great stuff there from those two legends in the sport. Roger Penske and his former driver, Rusty Wallace. Coming up, we finish our coverage of the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series Playoff Media Day. And later, we've got NASCAR history coming at you. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive Name Your Price Tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. We'll finish our time at NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series Playoff Media Day next. Plus, 
Give an update on Xfinity and Cup playoff standings as well. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Hours too. Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on this straight line presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss the straight line. Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. The Truck Series playoff field is diverse from bottom to top, with a rookie, champions, and a watermelon farmer. Let's take a look at the seedings. The 8th seed, Sunoco Rookie of the Year, Tyler Ankrum. Tyler Ankrum comes off of turn number four and will take the checkered flag. The fact that we're here, I think, uh, surprises everyone, catches one, everyone off guard. He'll win the buckle up in your truck, 225 here tonight at Kentucky Speedway. You know, to be one of the first kids in born in the 2000s to get a win just makes it all more surreal. The seven seed. For the third consecutive season, he is going to do it here at Dover. Johnny Sauter wins the Jakes 200 here at the Monster Mile. 2016 champ, Johnny Sauter. We have speed. Um, I, I do feel like we got to work on our, our setup stuff um, a little bit. Uh, it's just not working for me right now. And, and um, you know, maybe my feedback isn't where it needs to be. So there's a few things that we need to clean up. But as far as racetracks go, places we've had success i feel good about getting a turnaround the six seed two-time gander outdoors truck series champ matt crafted i think you could win it with consistency but that's definitely not what you want to do i wouldn't want to be you know down in history as won a truck series championship and not won a race but i think it can be done the five seed with three wins in the regular season ross chastain well i think the biggest loss was encountered by ross chastain and nice motorsports not only were they disqualified from the win at iowa they lost the 60 points earned that day. They lost the 50K that went to the winner. They lost that opportunity to get into the playoffs. Ross Chastain was singing the blues in Iowa last weekend. He'll be singing a happier tune in St. Louis tonight. He wins the Car Shield 200. The four seed. Looking outside. Hill goes up to block. He's your leader coming to the checker. Here they come out of turn number four for the final time. Blocks being thrown left and right to the line. Checkered flag. Austin Hill is the Daytona winner. He bookended wins in the regular season, Austin Hill. It's going to be Austin Hill taking the checkered flag and winning the Corrigan Oil 200 at Michigan International Speedway. We know that we have the speed. Uh, we just got to be more consistent, and we need to run up front, which we think we can do. We just we got to you know, make it to the end of the races. The third seed, Stuart Friesen. Final trip down the back stretch. Stuart Friesen into turn number three, no pressure from behind. In his 63rd start in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series, Stuart Friesen receives the checkered flag and finally breaks through into NASCAR victory lane. Fitting to, uh, you know, finally win at Eldora. You know, that's where it all started for us, you know, four years ago in, in the Truck Series stuff with, with Halmeyer and Chris Larson and 
um, it's been a, been a wild ride ever since. The 2C, your regular season champ, Grant Enfinger. Probably the, the middle part of last year, we, uh, we, we really started bringing a lot more speed to the track, and it really hasn't slowed down since. The regular season champion, Grant Enfinger, celebrating as well. Uh, we, we still got a long ways to go uh, to, to get to the, the level we want to be at, but, uh, but definitely proud of, uh, of the work each and everybody has, has put into this point. The number one seed, reigning Gander Outdoors Truck Series champ, Brett Moffitt. Nobody in sight. The only thing in sight now for Brett, the checkered flag. He's off board for the final time. Here he comes, rocketing out of turn number four, swinging it wide now, diving to the inside of the front straightaway. Checkered flag in the air, and Brett Moffitt has won the Camping World 225 at Chicagoland Speedway. Thursday night marks the beginning of the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs. Speaking of playoffs, how about an update on where the Xfinity and Cup Series stand? The Xfinity Series has five more races until their playoffs begin at Richmond, and with only 12 drivers advancing, points are extremely close towards the bubble. Right now, near that bubble, you have John Hunter Nemechek. He is 45 points to the good. Ryan Sieg is one point to the good, and Brandon Jones Sits on the cutoff line. Now, the driver, the first driver below that cutoff line is Greg Galding. He is 108 points below that cutoff line. Now, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series has three races until its playoffs start at Las Vegas, and it's a bit congested around the 16th and final cutoff position. You've got Clint Boyer, Ryan Newman, Daniel Suarez all tucked tightly together there. And as we look at the grid, Newman is 10 points to the good in 15th. Boyer is on the cutoff line in 16th. And Daniel Suarez, six points on the outside looking in. Jimmy Johnson's on the outside as well. He is 12 points below the cut line. The pressure certainly high for those drivers in the next three races. Coming up, we've got a tease of the newest Jeff Gordon podcast and some NASCAR history for you as well. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it up with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. If you haven't heard MRN's latest podcast about the life of Jeff Gordon, here is your opportunity. Here's a teaser of the newest episode that was released today. Jeff Gordon leads the way off turn four, looking for his sixth Daytona win. Kurt Busch looks one time to the inside, can't make the move. Jeff Gordon is the 2005 Daytona 500 champion. I would have, could have, should have. So, you know, I, I think one of the things that I leave behind, uh, if I had any regret or, or was let down by anything, is that I never won the championship under that format, under the chase format. You know, it's funny. Like, like the moments in time are bigger looking back than they were when you were there. Um, that's one thing that I don't miss about being a crew chief 
is that to be successful, you live in a, a blurry tunnel. And if you let it get any clearer than a blurry tunnel, you're going to get your ass kicked on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think competition, you know, some rules changed, um, the format changed. I mean, I guess, you know, Jimmy Johnson, I mean, that, that, those are definitely things that, that did it. But ultimately, we didn't perform. That's that's the number one, you know, uh, on the list of, of, of any time you don't win a championship is because as a team, you didn't perform. Yeah, I mean, our, our rivalry was definitely there and, and what complicated it was a friendship too um i think it would have been easier for both of us and certainly easier for him if we didn't have a friendship um and in a, a real one i mean he stood up in my wedding so uh you know you when you think back to the circumstances he just won his his fourth championship in 2001 um you'd never think that the 48 and jimmy johnson and chad canals would would do what they did that's just a taste of MRN Presents Jeff Gordon, The Colorful Career of the Rainbow Warrior. And you can binge all the episodes released so far at MRN.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Before we head for the exits, let's spin the clock backwards and dive into this week in NASCAR history with Susie Armstrong. Thanks, Mike. This week, we rack back the clock to 1989. Cher's new video, If I Could Turn Back Time, shows a little too much skin, compelling MTV to bump the clip to a nighttime slot. Voyager 2 discovers rings around the planet Neptune, and Rusty Wallace rediscovers the path to victory lane, winning his second Budweiser at the Glen at Watkins Glen International. Rusty Wallace maintains about 10 car lengths on Mark Martin. Rusty Wallace, he was denied last year, heading his way back to start finishing the checkered flag. In the second spot is going to be Mark Martin. And then a whole bunch of distance back to the Dale Earnhardt machine. And then back to Davey Allison as everybody shuffles around towards seven. Crowd is on its feet cheering Rusty Wallace as he comes out of turn number eight, comes down and takes the checkered flag, and he'll win the Budweiser at the Glen. 2000, Lone Star spins to the top of the country charts with What About Now? Clint Eastwood, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, and James Garner refire their veteran acting careers in Space Cowboys. Tiger Woods earns the PGA Championship crown in Louisville, Kentucky. And Steve Park was king for a day in the Finger Lakes region of upstate New York, winning the Global Crossing at the Glen. What about now? Mark Martin now trying to reel him back in. Can he make the move? Will he be able to reel him in? Not this time. Park by a car lane. He turns right. One last time into turn 10. Headed for turn 11. Steve Park looking for his first NASCAR Winston Cup win in his home state. Here they come to the final corner. Off turn number 11. Checkered flag in sight. And Steve Park is a first-time Winston Cup winner. Park wins global crossing at the Glen. 2006. Kenny Chesney can't help but smile as the carefree hit Summertime shines on country radio. Mel Gibson becomes a friend of Bill after his raucous DUI arrest, acquiescing to conditions set by the court, including weekly AA meetings. Joey Lawrence, Jerry Springer, and eventual winner Emmett Smith kick off the new season of Dancing with the Stars. And Kevin Harvick showed that he had all the right moves, cha cha to the checkered flag in the AMD at the Glen. It's Kevin Harvick all by himself. It may be the biggest lead of the afternoon, and he's enjoying it over Tony Stewart. Behind him, Jamie McMurray and Robbie Gordon, but they are not close enough. 
Kevin Harvick again through turn 10 safely. One more turn. The checkered flag awaits for Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick comes pouring off turn number 11 and will score his second win of the year coming today here at Watkins Glen. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. We'd like to thank Roger Penske for joining us on today's show. Also, Rusty Wallace. Haley Deegan, and all of the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoff drivers. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for spending time with us right here on NASCAR Live. And we will chat with you next week, my friends, after a fun and entertaining weekend in Bristol. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Lumen Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm, yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.